Hey everybody, this is Gene Marks and welcome to this week's episode of the Week in Review, a Thrive podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. So what news of interest happened this past week that will impact your small business? Well, I've got three items for you, so let's get started. The first has to do with the rise of Gen Z. Paychex has issued just last week a new report called The Rise of Gen Z. It details all that they have found out and all their research and data about the Gen Z, well, generation. You know, this generation was born between 1997 and 2012. Uh, They have increased their employment share by at least 2% every year since 2018. The group has surpassed the baby boomers in July 2022 as members of the workforce and are steadily gaining on Gen X's, that's me, by the way, and millennials, despite experiencing the largest share of employment loss due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Here's a couple of interesting sort of facts about Gen Z, so you know as you're out there hiring. First of all, nearly one of every five small business workers is a member of Gen Z. And can you guess which area of the country is has the highest percentage of their workforce that's represented by Gen Z? You would think it'd be like, you know, like California, right? Or Miami. No, it's not. It's actually the Midwest and the Northeast. Each of them have about 20% representation. Gender representation is also uh, shows some notable differences. The gender breakdown for all generations in the workforce has females about 49% as part of the workforce and males at 51%. However, amongst Gen Z people, females make up 53% of the workforce nationally with a higher percentage uh, than males across all regions. Now, how about um, industries? Can you guess like uh, what industries are popular with the Gen Zers? Well, I'm going to tell you. Well, actually, I'm not going to tell you. Paychex's report is going to tell you. Uh, even though, you know, again, they're, they're across all industries, over one third of these workers uh, in the leisure and hospitality industry come from Gen Z which is nearly double the participation in other sectors. Uh, Conversely, just over one in 10 workers in manufacturing come from Gen Z, similar to the trend seen during earlier years of millennials joining the workforce. So uh, Gen Zers, they like the service stuff. They don't really like the manufacturing stuff. Why is this important to you and how does this impact you? Well, clearly we can see by the Paychex report that uh, Gen Zers are continuing to become a more and more significant part of the workplace. Uh, the report found that they provi- they prioritize salary, flexible schedules, benefits, and company culture. And although their lives are intertwined with technology, they are not drawn to the technology of a company nor remote work. They do seek financial security, don't we all? Especially, though, for them during the pandemic because it might have caused additional stress related to credit card and college debt. So you need to be proactive by considering programs that help with student loan repayments. Gen Zers favor working for multiple employers, so offer flexible hours. We have a contract work that demonstrates you're willing to, uh, you know, to adapt and support them. And focus on your social and digital recruiting. Build a strong brand. Have a mobile-friendly content like videos on your website. All those things are helpful in attracting Gen Zers. So yeah, Gen Zers becoming a much, much bigger, bigger part of the workforce. If you want to find more, uh, there's a long URL, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Go to paychecks.com forward slash works. W-O-R-X forward slash guide forward slash rise of Gen Z workforce special report. Or you can just Google the rise of Generation Z, a paycheck special report. I'm sure you'll find it that way. Seems like an important thing for your business and mine. So that's item one in the week in review. Let's go to item two. And that has to do with jobs. Last week, 
the Labor Department released their job numbers. Remember, it's the first Friday of every month. Um, the headline monthly jobs number was above expectations, but be aware that employment for the previous two months was revised down by 149,000 people combined. Now, the headline unemployment rate has decreased to 3.4%. It is the lowest unemployment level in 50 years. Overall, it was another solid employment report. Um, even though we had these substantial downward revisions, uh, you know, the, the report itself was pretty good. It was weaker than expected, but still uh, very solid. Now, no surprise to you, just this past week, the National Federation of Independent Businesses also released their jobs report, and they are finding that small business owners continue to struggle to find workers. With 45% of all owners reporting job openings they could not fill in the current period, uh, the share of owners with unfilled job openings exceeds the 49-year historical average of 23%. Of those hiring or trying to hire, 92% of owners reported few or no qualified applications for the positions they were trying to fill. What does that mean? It means if you're running a small business, you're still competing for those workers. My advice to you, though, is that some industries are shrinking. Uh, I am seeing lots and lots of layoffs in tech, in construction, some manufacturing areas, and some big brands over the past couple of months have announced some significant layoffs. I would be going after those employees and trying to snap them up as much as possible. Listen, if you've got any available capital, you know, people say, what do you do with it nowadays? Do you take any risks? The one thing that I would risk available capital on is great talent because it is the talent that will help you grow your business in the future. So I know it's tight, but pay a little extra. Keep your eyes open. And by the way, don't ignore that server in your restaurant or the person at the retail store as well. If they're really good and they're at a service job and you can teach them what they need to do to join your business, really consider doing that. I learned that lesson from a few of my clients. All right. The final item this week goes to Florida where there is reportedly a restaurant in Florida, a pizza restaurant. It's located in Vieira, Florida. This is according to Yahoo News. Uh, they have added an automatic, mandatory 20% service fee to diners in order to retain their workers and offset the cost of inflation on their businesses. Uh, some people are up in arms about that. Other people think it's a good thing for workers. What do you do? Do you add a mandatory service fee to your business if you're in service type of business, retail or, or restaurant or uh, any other types of services? I don't know. Andy, that mandatory service fee sounds like a lot to do. You could pay your employees more, but you know, in this tipping society, those employees are getting paid more. People are still going to expect a tip because that's what it's like to be in America. So let me give you some advice on service fees. You shouldn't make them required because that really does turn off customers. You should encourage them as much as you possibly can. How do you do that? I come across lots of restaurants nowadays that when they swing around that point of sale device, it prompts you to leave a tip, even if you're picking up a coffee. And you'd be surprised at how many people do that. I know I do. Even when I go to my local bakery, now I'm leaving a tip because I want to seem like a jerk if I don't do that. So leverage your point of sale device to really prompt your, well, they can still opt out, but it, it gets tougher and tougher for people to do that. The same thing if you're selling stuff online or even if you're doing delivery orders online or pickup orders, also prompt for a tip, like make that user, that visitor actually put in a 0% tip if they don't want to leave a tip at all. It gives people the option. It gives them the choice. So it's not mandatory. And at the same time, though, I mean, human nature is what it is. People are going to wind up tipping something because we're just going to feel a little guilty in doing that. The more your employees make, the more happy they will be. And by the way, the more it will help you out. You don't have to pay them that much more. You let your customers join in and do that. So I do not agree with this pizza restaurant in Vieira, Florida. Adding a 20% mandatory service charge 
seems like a bad idea. I still think you should leave it up to your customers, but encourage them and prompt them in any way that you can possibly do that. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Week in Review, a Paychecks Thrive podcast. My name is Gene Marks. I will be back to you next week with uh, more news items that impact your business and some thoughts on how to deal with them. So I hope you enjoyed this. We will see you again soon. Take care. This podcast is property of Paychecks Incorporated 2023. All rights reserved.